Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm James. And whenever five or six English... Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> My fault. Yes, it is. Uh, anyway. If it wasn't, I was going to blame you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds... That also sounds like something that happens often. <laughs> yeah. So, more wonderful, spooky, yuletide things. It makes the season more bearable. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to feel jolly. I want to feel evil. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat these cookies. <laughs> eat your damn cookie. We, you have your leave cooking. I'm going to finish up my old fuzzy wig that I was drinking as we recorded the previous episode, and I'm almost done. Yeah, yeah. So as you have your leave cooking, I'm just going to simply point out that if you listened to last week's episode, and if you haven't, you should, because it's awesome. It is. We mentioned a visit from St. Nicholas. We did. And last year, we talked about Neil Gaiman's small short story, Nicholas Was. Yes. <laughs> Of course you remember that, don't you, dear listener? Nah. You want to know who Santa Claus sounds oddly familiarly like to me? Sure. Wild Hunt. Yes. Between Odin things and Wild Hunt things and, you know, I mean, Santa actually started with the horse-drawn sleigh. Mm -hmm. Germany and what's not into Norway where they didn't have horses, but they had a shit ton of reindeer. Yeah. Santa Claus reminds me of the Wild Hunt. He punishes bad people. He does, yes. It's a 50-50 thing for various Wild Hunts. I mean, you have a have a pretty good shot of just being fucked if it's the Wild Hunt. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we talked about some of that this year in the Sleepy Hollow episode in Halloween time. Yes, we did. Where generally you're screwed, but not always. Sometimes they're helpful. Mm-hmm. Last year's Wild Hunt episode, some of the stories that were read, actually had Odin helping somebody out by giving him fish. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's not bad. But yeah, you just have reindeer and a sleigh and a fat jolly man instead of horses and dogs and stuff and hunting people down. It's riding through the sky. Yeah, it's, yeah. Time. It's, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, but anyway, I, I was actually going to talk about a specific wild hunt because that's what we agreed to do because all of them at once is too much. Yes. So do you want me to jump in or do you have anything you want to talk about first? No, go ahead. Damn it, it's getting a drink. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, So apologies ahead of time to any of our Nordic listeners. I, I think this comes specifically more from Norway, but that whole region has aspects of this. So I'm going to mispronounce it. But <laughs> shocked, shocked, I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> bastard. <laughs> uh, uh, this particular one comes about more specifically at Christmas. So I know we talked about before where anytime from about Samhain, Halloween, all the way through Twelfth Night, you know, January 5th. Mm-hmm. Um, this one comes at Christmas and around the 12 days of Christmas, you know, Christmas day to January 5th, again, like I said. Anybody tells you the 12 days of Christmas can be the 12 days before, they're wrong. Yeah, that's a bunch of shit. It is a bunch of shit. 12 days after. Well, 12 days including Christmas. So. Yes. So, the Oscaria 
I'll, I'll spell it so you can all find it because using my pronunciation isn't going to work. O-S-K-O-R-E-I-A. Oscaria. Hmm. But they are a wild hunt in the Nordic regions, being a troop of masked spirits that ride horses through the sky and along the ground. So, you know, they do both things. During the 12 days of Christmas, they will steal horses from their owner's stables and return them in a sweat after running them all night. And some stories do have them riding reindeer. So there's that little overlap with Santa Claus. Yeah. As well as that, they're known for stealing food and drink, especially the drink, by going in the cellars to drink all the ale and replacing it with water. <laughs> Which, bastards. Well, bastards for the people who got it stolen. I'm kind of getting in this wild hunt. They, they definitely have some Kihuya <laughs> and Kiri going on themselves. <laughs> some pre-family fun Christmas American type getting drunk. <laughs> but you don't want to be discovered by them, just like any wild hunt. Although, in this case, they don't actually slay you or kidnap you. They will simply transport you many miles away to another location. But being December and January in northern countries, that still seems like a good way to die. <laughs> yep. But obviously not everybody died because enough people came back to tell the story that it's a thing. Yeah. Somebody lived. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> now there, there are anybody you'll be stone dead in a minute <laughs> for a walk i feel happy i oh, feel happy <laughs> take another drink and about spit old fuzzy wig all over the place <laughs> oh don't waste it like that <laughs> <laughs> it's said that they run along the ground however it also may be that they just get close to the ground because it's said that they can only get as close to the ground as an ox can wear its yoke. So rather than get swept up in their mayhem, you can actually be safe by just jim simply jumping yourself, like falling to the ground and laying flat because they can't quite reach you because they can't quite get to the ground. So as long as you make yourself lower than an ox's yoke, which, you know, Big oxes, I'm saying, and even if you squat, you're probably fine. Yeah. But, you know, if you're going to squat, you might as well just lower <laughs> yourself flat. to the ground and hide your eyes like all wild hunts, you know, don't look at them. Yes. And, uh, of course, in some regions, folk wisdom advised that people should carry some iron or steel and some bread with them in Yule in case they come across this particular version of the wild hunt, the Oscarea. Uh, the, <laughs> the iron and steel, of course work against a lot of supernatural creatures such as, you know, the fae, fairies, the she, elves. Yeah. Uh, the helps here. And, and the bread is supposed to help with the wolves because you throw them the bread, they'll eat that instead of the person. But to me, sounds like bullshit. Ain't no damn wolf who's off hunting things is going to eat the bread when there's good human meat right there. Yeah. Yeah, so this wild hunt was said to be led by Gudrun Horsetail, Guru Risaroba, <laughs> who is also known as Gudrun Gruki, daughter, uh, female. Uh, mm -hmm. and she's at the horse tail and rides a gray horse and comes from the shore of corpses. Mm. Now, the I bet that part, stinks. The, the shore of corpses? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> 
that would actually be one of my least favorite things about the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the stench. Oh, <laughs> that would be and horrible. I have some Tic Tacs in my pocket. Just take the whole box. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of odd because she's also the wife of the hero Sigurd, who isn't supernatural necessarily in, in the stories of Sigurd. I mean, there's some weird stuff with all the people killing each other and revenge and fucking up mm -hmm. each other's clans and stuff, but not, you know, she's not a witch there, I don't think, is she? I don't think so. Is that tied in? Is, okay, was, was Sigurd part of the whole with Brunhilde? And... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that whole... and, yeah. And, yeah, because Sig Sigurd said he would marry Brunhilde and then Gudrun's brother was the one that tricks her into marrying him thinking it was Sigurd and yeah okay no I don't think she was really a, a witch type figure I think it was just shenanigans <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the Norse term for shenanigans is <laughs> I don't know <laughs> maybe maybe one of the few listeners we've had in Norway would tell us <laughs> so yeah, well, maybe because of all of her hand and all the things that happened after his death and when she got the revenge and everything went to shit. You know, maybe when she went to the underworld, that's where she became a witch and got the horsetail and became the leader of the wild hunt. I, yeah, I could see that. And, and I actually did try to find that. I've, I looked several, you know, I've got some books and I looked, went to the library. I did Google searches. I did uh, an actual search on my university's just, I couldn't find anything about how she suddenly went from being Sigurd's wife and then after she died to becoming the leader of the Wild Hunt. Hmm. But, you know, maybe it's because uh, some people started to consider her um, one of the female ancestral deities, the spirits of the Deezer. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they were given food in the wintertime put her up with the Wild Hunt in the wintertime. And... Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to find, so again, if any of our folklore listeners, if you know... Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this next piece I found on a couple things, and and they were written by Norwegian authors. <laughs> so I, I'm not saying I'm not saying you're not full of shit, but Nor Norwegian way. Norwegian way. They're from Norwegian way. <laughs> they are Norwegian way, or as some people not in the know would call it, Norwegian. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, right, right, right. Entomology, because I'm bugging everybody now. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> etymology provides a link to the mythology of the Viking Age, and they say that Ascaria is understood to be a variant of Asgardzaria, which is literally Asgard riders. Asgard, of course, being the home of the gods of the Viking times. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and it could be, you know, but I would consider the Asgardzaria probably to be led by Odin, the chief god of the Asgardians. Yeah. Uh, but they also have a dialect synonym for Ascaria, which includes Yulria, literally meaning the Christmas riders, because they come out as Christmas, at Christmas. Huh. Uh, but they also think that that could be a Christian influence on the myth, putting things at Christmas and changing it to Christmas instead of Yule. I, I can see both. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of just a more more modern writer. I couldn't find anything old on that. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's kind of neat. Yeah. 
kind of like Cooey. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I've, I've got a couple things to kind of wrap this up that will also tie back in with Christmas ghost stories because these are kind of spooky little things of people's quotes of what happened with the wild hunt. Cool, cool. Uh, and the first one, it just talks about the Viking armies, which is something I just mentioned. It's attested to in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle for 793, just in general, which is, in this year, dire portents appeared over Northumbria and sorely frightened the people. They consisted of immense whirlwinds and flashes of lightning, and fiery dragons were seen flying in the air. A great famine immediately followed those signs, and a little after that, the same year, on 8 June, ravages of heathen men miserably destroyed God's churches on Linda's farm with plunder and slaughter. Mmm. That's uh, finally some good slaughter. Yes. For anybody who remembers me saying I hate slaughter the hairband in any of All right, but otherwise, just something to wrap up the ghost stories for Christmas and Wild Hunt for our Yuletide spectacular. Yeah. Let no one be surprised at what we're about to relate, for it was common gossip up and down the countryside that many people both saw and heard a whole pack of huntsmen in full cry. They straddled black horses and black bucks while their hounds were pitch black with staring hideous eyes. This was seen in the very deer park of Petersborough town and all the woods stretching from that same spot as far as Stamford. All through the night, monks heard them sounding and winding their horns. Reliable witnesses who kept watching the night declared that there might well have been 20 or even 30 of them in this wild gallop as near as they could tell. Oh, wait, here, I've got a pine glass. Let's see if that can be a hunting horn. No. <laughs> I wonder what that's going to sound like to me. <laughs> Evidently, crap to you. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So anyway, quick note. We did have a message on Podbean asking about the overlap of the Headless Horseman with the Wild Hunt. And we did get, like last year when we talked about the Wild Hunt at Christmas time, but we did get that done in October this time. So go back and listen to that if you can. Oh, cool. But I, I have nothing else. Uh, me either. Cool. I still have cookies. Bastard. I don't have cookies or <laughs> wait, wait. Or old fuzzy wig. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a Tigers of Pan Tang patch I need to put on one of my vests, but uh I have a rock. <laughs> okay, Charlie Brown. <laughs> But cool. I'm I'm good if you're good. I'm good. Are you just good or are you are you wild? Are you wild hunt? No, I'm just good. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's it for our Yule things, right? Because on actual Christmas Day we got something else special that's not, Yeah. You just have to wait and see. Unless you want to tell them. No, they can wait. It's not that far off. They'll enjoy it. And then, so share us on Facebook or with your friends and family or whatever and 
find us on Facebook and on your friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on your mom. <laughs> so then, though, I'm James. I'm Jody. Y'all have a great Yuletide season, and we'll see y'all later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. I had a joke about Mrs. Fezziwig, but I'm going to move on now. People back then wouldn't have known that there was iron in the blood, now would they? No. They would not have known about the hemogoblins. <laughs> Riding <Yeah>. the Calliope. <laughs> <With Penelope. laughs> Just so they can become a member of the aristocracy, because they might almost said it right. <laughs> Aristocracies, that's it. <laughs> but I, I have a theory now from what you just said. Okay. Vampires drink the blood. Uh huh. So that puts iron in them. But but it's like a magnet. It's one pull of the iron that they drink. So if they get near other iron, it like slams them into it, or it repels them. Like the the same magnetic pole oh see okay that's what it is <clears throat> bullshit yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i'm not sure i'm buying that <laughs> so you're gonna say something like we'll see you later <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>